Kim. Hi, Chris. Hi, Charlie. Yeah, we did it. Hi, audience. Everybody who's here. Which is really the people I invited to be here. And there's one guy. Yay! One guy. Uh, don't worry, we're gonna ask him his name later. Uh, it's gonna get real personal when we've got comics on stage. Uh, some of you are watching from Canada. Thank you. I, yeah, hi people on the YouTube stream. We are now international again, which is sick. This time without using your dad. <laughs> That's true. That's true. This time. Charlie's a secret British person. I don't know that I've gone over this with any of you. I think with the others. No, with them, maybe. Oh, but yeah. not. What? Gross? Yeah. 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 We love him anyway. We still like Charlie. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me around. Yeah. I mean, you're very useful. I don't... I bring people. Correction. I don't bring, like, an audience, but I bring these three, you know? I make sure that there's somebody else on this stage besides us, and that is literally all I bring to this table. I don't even bring this table, guys. I don't... It's fine. The table was here when we got here, yeah. I like the I like the table. We've upgraded. This is true. This is true. I, I feel like this, like eventually, I'm just gonna have my whole like desk up here, just like in the matrix, just like six keyboards for no reason. I cannot wait, Charlie. Really, what we want is for Charlie to have access to more buttons. <laughs> if you've ever been on the not live version of this podcast, we usually have a lot more sound effects. It's it's very AM radio up in here yeah. when when we're not live. Um, I think the first thing I want to do, honestly, is just thank uh, Kelly's Olympian for doing all kinds of performance arts, having local comedy and shit. Yeah. Round of applause for Kelly's. Uh, especially thank you to Ryan up in the booth, uh, who makes us sound great each and every time we come do this. Yeah. Uh, big thanks to all the people who are on this show, and especially big thanks to Jarrett uh, for coming all the way out here. <laughs> Uh, you're the most important person in this room. How does that make you feel? I am sick. He's big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's not only saying that because he's the only person in the room, he's the only person I can buy shots. So, <laughs> uh, look, guys, uh, for those of you who are new to the, uh, the show here, how it's going to work is we're going to bring up three guests. Uh, they're going to go over ten minutes of material. Uh, at the end of that, we're all going to come back up here we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about a bunch of weird shit. In this case, uh, honestly, given that the only holiday that's around this is Mother's Day, it's going to be pretty Mother's heavy. Uh, so hopefully, your relationship with your mom is nicer than mine. Yeah. And <laughs> Or it's going to be a heavy mother. Uh, <laughs> no? Okay. I retract, I'm a, I retract my previous statement. Look, we discussed this earlier. Technically, what you're doing is called earning points. Technically. Technically. It is my least favorite kind, though, because I do not want to give these to you. I don't... And that makes it my favorite kind. I know. All right, should we roll the intro? Um, I mean, yeah. Okay. I feel pretty good about it. Uh, if you've never heard it. Fucking strap in. Working. Hold up, we chillin' in the PDX, roll up the blunt, who we having on next? Chris with the comedy, Charlie with the facts, we spittin' game, feelin' like some max. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing, everything and then OT 
T-H-I-N-G, hey. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing, everything and no T-H-I-N-G. Let's take a break, step back one sec. Gotta take a moment for that mental health check. No filter on our show, one of us got lots of breath. Dynamic duo, don't need no triple threat. Chris and Charlie, bringing you a funny show. An hour longer last with the best bros. Chris and Charlie, bringing you a funny show. An hour longer last with the best bros. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing. Everything and then O-T-H-I-N-G. Everything and nothing, everything and nothing. Everything and then O-T-H-I-N-G. Everything and nothing. And welcome back to another fine episode of Everything and Nothing Live! Uh, so also especially special thanks to uh, Shrista for making Charlie and I sound cool once a month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, I think at this point you've all heard more than enough from me. Uh, we are gonna get back into that later. Just know that throughout this night, there is a board I will be carrying. Uh, you will be receiving points at various uh, things throughout the night. And at the end of the night, there will be a winner, a second place person, and a person who just has to take a joint that we all share outside. Uh, <laughs> but we love you all just as much. But we love you all equally. Right. Uh, so I do want to ask, are you ready for your first comedian of the night? Yeah. Goddamn right you are. Coming to the stage with the one, the only, Jake Quanbe. Kelly's Olympian. How we doing, folks? Yeah, good to be here. Seeing some good-looking giblets in the audience tonight. Damn good-looking giblets. I love looking at the giblets I'm seeing right now. You know what? I'm saying that weird. Let me, let me fix that. I like the cut of your jib. But between you and me, you didn't even have to cut it. It's pretty good to be here, folks. Pretty, pretty good to be here. I'm having a good time. Uh, I figured since it was a podcast and not a conventional show, I'd keep it a little loose up here. I thought I'd do what I like to call a jazz set. You know what that means? I'm going to do a bunch of heroin and see if I can still perform standing up. What do you say? That's a Northwest joke if I ever heard one. I'm watching some pretty good jazz artists outside right now. Yeah. Chris said, if you're going to come on the show, Jake, you've got to be topical. That's what the kids like these days. Topical, topical, topical. Unfortunately, I thought he said tropical, and I wrote so many jokes about Hawaii. I feel like a horse's ass right now. So I'm having a good time. I hope you guys are having a good time. Anybody here live in Portland? Where'd you come from, bud? Yeah, where'd you come before today's show? Where'd you come from? Tacoma, Washington. Tacoma, right on, man. I live here in Portland the last six years, and you know you're living in a really PC town when somebody tells you even your insults aren't inclusive enough. The other day I was downtown and somebody heard me yelling at a friend of mine and I called him a pussy. Somebody came out of, from nowhere to say, hey, you shouldn't say that, it's misogynistic. I said, I know, but I'm in the middle of trying to hurt somebody's feelings right now. So, kind of a, kind of a catch-22 if you got I don't know about you, I find it much harder to stay out of arguments with people I basically agree with. 
than people I strongly disagree with. If I'm downtown in any city in America and there's a guy on a milk crate holding a guitar amp telling me that gay people cause hurricanes, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to get in an argument about nothing about nothing with that guy. Keep him away from me, he's nuts. But the other day, somebody I used to call a friend said to me, Jake, I don't support golf courses because that's space that could have been used for urban farming. How do you not get in an argument with that? Could have been an urban farm. Yeah, man, everything that isn't an urban farm could have been an urban farm. All the shit you like, that could have been an urban farm. We could be a couple of urban farmers farming herbs right now. Yeah, sometimes life's just tricky. Well, a little bit about me, folks. A little bit about me. Uh, I've had a lot of women in my life tell me I need to learn how to be more vulnerable. Oh, they love saying that. Yeah. I've even, heard, I've even heard a lady go so far as to say it might make me more sexy if I could just learn how to be more vulnerable. So I recently changed my Tinder profile to say, good God, I'm so lonely, please help me. She didn't know what she was talking about. She was way off. That didn't help one goddamn bit. All right, how's everybody doing out there? Doing good, staying alive, keeping it up, 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 up. All right, all right. Let's get to know each other a little bit, folks. I'm gonna tell you a story. When I was a kid, if I didn't finish all the food on my plate, my mother used to say, finish your food. Don't you know there's starving kids in China? Well, the other day I met a Chinese man. And I'm not proud of it, but I was dying to know if he knew that we used to say that. So I struck up a conversation. I said, did you know that? Did you know that mothers across America used to say, finish your food, there's starving kids in China. I don't know if anybody told you folks that. I haven't checked in with China in a while. I just wanted to let you know that you're welcome. No thanks necessary. He's happy to do it. Happy to help with the plate finishing and the food eaten and the devotion to your cause all these years. No thanks necessary. Get this, Chinese fella, not very appreciative. Oh, he couldn't have cared less. He said, you people found out there was children starving and you just ate more food? That's the most American shit I've ever heard. What's on the agenda next week? You folks gonna jack off for the troops? Where does it end? He said, you, you heard there was children starving in my home country, but you think they were stopping to ask, Mama? <laughs> Papa? Are American kids still shoving their faces with hamburgers and french fries? Oh, I hope so. Oh, please bring us more news from America. Thank you, Chinese gods. Well, what do you say we shake things up here, folks? This is, uh, before I get out of here, would you like to hear some regular old jokes, some one-liners, some yuck-yucks, huh? You wouldn't believe how often people fucking pause at that question at a comedy show. That's right. This is what I like to call the lightning round. I'm going to tell you folks a joke, and if you like that joke, if you laugh at that joke, I'm going to do my best to reward you by telling you an even more uncomfortable and challenging joke. Why would I do something like that? Because I think you can handle it, and there's no laugh better than the one right after you're real fucking uncomfortable. That's a good laugh. 
Let's get started, folks. Let's get started. I was telling some jokes the other day about people who do improv. Because I think what we do is infinitely cooler than improv. So I was telling a bunch of jokes about people who do improv, and a big guy stood up at the front to say, hey, buddy, you know, I do improv. I said, yes, and? Uh, not so funny when somebody yes ands you, huh, bud? That's right. Write some jokes next time, you fucking hack. That's how I do it. You know, some people say you can't judge a book by its cover. But nobody jacks off to books on tape. It's got to mean something. I think I might be a metrosexual because I'm always aroused when I watch other people on public transit. Yeah, some of these jokes make me uncomfortable too. That's all right. That's all right. Anytime a white person tells me they're a fraction Mexican, they always seem more white than they did before. You ever notice that? Yeah, like I said, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Okay, all right. Let's kick it up a notch, Kellys. You've been good. Let's reward you. I think I figured out why they named it homophobia. It's always a rough start on that one. <laughs> Follow me on this journey, folks. Have a little faith. You see, if you have a problem with other races, well, we would call you a racist. If you have a problem with the opposite sex, we would call you a sexist. But if you have a problem with gay people, we call you homophobic. I have given this a lot of thought. I think it was to avoid confusion because you wouldn't really be sure what it meant if you just heard somebody was gayest. Wouldn't really be sure at all what that means. Does that mean this person's anti-gay or just the most gay? I don't know. Imagine somebody saying, ah, oh, you gotta watch out for Franklin. Yeah, he's the gayest in town. You're gonna be sitting up at night trying to figure out, wait, does that mean Franklin likes drag queens or drag races? Frankly, more of a rainbow flag kind of guy or confederate flag kind of guy. I should have asked a couple more questions about our friend Franklin the gayest. I live here in Portland, and here in Portland, everybody likes to think they're really kinky. Ooh, they love to say this is a kinky town. Everybody says they're sex positive these days. I am positive not all those people are having kinky sex. That's what I think. But it's okay to be kinky these days. Being kinky is mainstream, right? These days, it's okay to admit you like choking people in the bedroom. As long as it's consensual, everybody's on board, right? You can even admit that you enjoy being strangled by another person in the bedroom. That's fine with everybody. But if I ask a woman, could you hold up this photograph of two kids starving while we make love? That would really help me out. Suddenly I'm some kind of a weirdo. <laughs> What's the matter, too kinky for you, Portland, huh? I'm sorry, choking's okay, but food deprivation, that's out. Where do you draw the line? <laughs> Who cares where I got the photograph? Did I Google it? Did I take it this morning? Are they chained to my radiator? Look, I'm just trying to get off over here. Awful lot of questions going on. Awful lot of questions. Yeah, I live in Portland now, and uh, people in Portland love to describe themselves as spiritual. A lot of my friends are considering themselves to be spiritual people. Some of those friends believe in karma. Some of those same friends believe in reincarnation. Here's what I want to know. If you believe in karma and reincarnation, 
Do you think that diseased babies were just real assholes in their last life? I don't think that. I just want to know what these spiritual people think. If I come over to your spiritual house with my newborn baby and everybody goes, oh, congratulations, Jake, that's great news. What are they going to say when I go, yeah, he's got leukemia. Whoa, get that baby out of here. What did your baby do in its last life? Your baby must have been a dictator. I want that Kim Jong baby out of here. If you didn't laugh at that joke, you might be a baby. That's how babies work. All right, thank you, Kelly. Thank you, everything and nothing. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, folks. Thank you, Timo from Montreal. You did. Keep it going for Jake Quanbeck, everybody. Perfect. I see no reason not to just keep this shit fucking rolling. We're going to bring up your next goddamn comedian. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Keep it going to the one and the only Jordan Kermanero. Jake, I, I, liked, I liked your gayest joke. <laughs> it was superlative. Um, as an English joke, I'm sorry. And that's how this is going to go. You guys worried about the robots? I'm worried about the robots, personally. I'm worried about what I hear about what they say that's going to happen with the robots. Uh, they say by the year 2040, one in two people is regularly going to be having sex with a robot. Not that far away. Some fans in the back. That's good. <laughs> it's pretty wild, though. That's a, it's a crazy thing to think about, especially for Americans. You know, I can remember a time clearly in America where uh, doing the robot... Uh, just meant that you weren't going to have sex, you know? <laughs> and now we're just blasting in bots. That's fucking crazy. I feel like they spent an insane amount of time really emphasizing not to get our electronics wet. And now we're just dumping off full batches in them. That's pretty wild. This is like if you just like used to come in your CD player. That's pretty, <laughs> pretty aggressive. I don't know. I think that's how, like, one in two people is going to die in the year 2040, you know? Robot's going to be like, do you like that? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a scary time, dude. The robots are going to take us out one way or another, you know? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I'm kind of a dork across the board. Uh, in my spare time, I make analog collage art. If you don't know what that is, that means I take old magazines like Life and National Geographic and I cut out disparate images and I rearrange them into funny little pictures that make me laugh. <laughs> uh, because I cannot afford therapy. That is, <laughs> it's pretty wild. The only thing that's got me holding on is a pair of scissors. <laughs> it's disturbing. But with that said, uh, anytime I feel like I need a little bit of time to myself, don't want to be disturbed, uh, I know that no one will bother me at the men's bathroom uh, at Joanne Fabrics and Crafts. That's uh, never actually seen another human being in the men's bathroom at Joanne Fabrics and Crafts. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I feel weird up here in the Pacific Northwest. I moved up here uh, in the middle of uh, the pandemic, early early times, uh, and uh, I 
I'd never seen a Fred Meyer before. I don't feel like Fred Meyer's the store for me. They've shamed me a couple times. Uh, because when I first moved here, uh, the first significant grocery shop that I did at a Fred Meyer, uh, I went straight for the chip aisle because I'm a bit of a chip aficionado. I really enjoy chips. It's my thing. It's my snack. Uh, and I immediately saw some chips that I'd never seen in my life. They were made by a company called Tim's. Tim's Chips. And one of their flavors caught my eye very quickly. It was the Sasquatch chips. I was like, oh, shit, I love a good... Sasquatch gimmick, you know? Uh, so I snagged them up and I took them home and I, I, I shit you not, they were some of the best chips I've ever eaten in my life. They're barbecue, vinegar, very crunchy, right? I was fucking fanboying these chips. I was so into I was taking pictures of myself like, I love these chips! You know, just like, what's wrong with you? Uh, and, and, and it was wild because that was the last time that I had them. I cannot find them anymore. Uh, and every time I go into a Fred Meyer now, it becomes an awkward situation. You know, I'll see a grocery clerk in the chip aisle, and I'd be like, uh, excuse me, uh, could you help me with something? I'm wondering if you're ever going to get the Sasquatch chips back. And uh, they're like, uh, excuse me, what do you, I'm sorry. Uh, the Sasquatch chips, you know, Tim's makes them. They're very crunchy, barbecue, vinegar, delicious. Uh, they were, they used to be here in the Tim's section, but I don't, and they, he was like, I don't think those exist. What do you mean? What do you mean they don't? I'm I'm absolutely certain that I've enjoyed them before. They were very delicious. Had them on my couch at home. I actually have a picture they took here with them. I pulled the picture out. The fucking bag was blurred out on the picture. I was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, hold on real quick. Let me get my manager. And he goes over to get his manager. He's talking to his manager. I heard him go, this guy thinks he saw Sasquatch chips. And then it starts spreading through the whole store, and I can hear people. Hee -hee -hee. I'm fucking I'm sad. I'm ashamed. Everyone's making fun of me at this new grocery store I don't fit in at. And I go home, and I'm sitting on the couch where I once enjoyed the Sasquatch chips, and lo and behold, in the couch, I actually find uh, a Sasquatch chip. It was there. It, I would recognize the flavor profile anywhere, the seasoning. <laughs> so what I did was I, I took it, and I put it in a little plastic bag. I took it up to Tim's corporate office, and I said, we want And I'm no longer allowed at Tim's corporate office and a handful of Fred Meyers across the Pacific Northwest. But there's one close by to Kelly's here, and I'm going to surely go check if you guys want to go hunting for the Sasquatch chips after this. What do you think, Canada? You got the Sasquatch chips up there, huh? You weren't expecting a fucking show like this, were you? Woo-wee! Get your fucking YouTubing in, huh? You can open another tab and jack off if you want. I don't mind. Just here for you, Canada. <laughs> you know? I probably look good to a right next to a big pair of tits, you know? <laughs> or something. Or, you know, maybe some dude's floppy dick. I don't know what you're into. Um, but feel free to open up whatever tab you want to make this a more pleasurable experience than it currently is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having fun. Uh, I don't know what happened to me. Uh, in sixth grade, I won the D.A.R.E. medal. I wrote the best essay in my entire class about why I was drug-free. Uh, I assume it was because I was 11. It's, uh, just didn't know enough people, 
you know, just uh, didn't quite have the connects, no plugs yet, right? Uh, I have absolutely no clue what that essay said. I have smoked those memories away. <laughs> but I do remember the letter that I received as a reward from then President Bill Clinton. Uh, my mom was super proud of me. We read it together in the living room. It said, uh, hey, buddy, <laughs> it's my President Bill Clinton. <laughs> How you doing? I don't know why he wrote it like that. <laughs> I just wanted to congratulate you on being an outstanding American student. While you were out there resisting the urge to get blown, <laughs> well, little buddy, I wasn't. <laughs> now bust a nut, Canada. Um, all right. Sorry, that was gross. Not a lot of good male role models in the 90s, I'll say it. Masculinity was a confusing subject as a young boy in the, in the late 90s. Um, I remember all of my fellow male friends made it uncomfortably clear to me that at no point in seventh grade was it even acceptable to have a stuffed animal. Uh, but it was still pretty cool to own a pillow that was shaped like a WWF wrestler. You know, it's not a... It's not a stuffed animal. It's a half-naked dude that I spoon while I go to sleep. <laughs> totally cool, right? <laughs> Total fucking savage when I go napping and gingerly rest my head on Randy's balls, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen up, mother. Tonight I'm going to bed with the macho man. And you ain't got to worry about nothing, mother, because this ain't no sissy stuffed animal you can tell by his nipples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Really busting up, Canada. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, talking all sexy to you. You didn't. You you ain't gonna get any comedy like this anywhere else, brother, uh, or whatever. <laughs> Assuming your gender. Sorry. I love that this lives on the internet now. That's fun. That's cool. I lived in. I've, I've been doing comedy for like ten years, so there's probably like fifty of these laying, like floating around the internet. You know. Some of those like 100 to 500 view videos where it's like, yep, he said this on that day. Oh, that's what he chose to call comedy. Wow, I can't wait to clip up something out of context and make this guy look like a real asshole because I hate him. I'm like, dude, we haven't seen each other since like eighth grade. What are you doing? Like, you ever get one of those fucking weird messages from somebody you haven't seen since like middle school? I got one at like five in the morning from this guy that I haven't seen since eighth grade. He's like, sup, bro? I was like, oh shit, I'm about to get that mechanical pencil back right now. <laughs> so stupid, what are you doing? Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show. Give it up for your host. That's right, keep it going for Jordan Kerminar, everybody whose name I will actually ask him how to pronounce at some point. You know I didn't. That's fine. Look, we've got one last guest for you here before we all come up here and start genuinely bullshitting in a chaotic manner that nobody will be able to follow anymore. So before we get to that part, are you ready for your last comedian of the night? Goddamn right you are. Keep that energy going for the one and the only Patricio F. Mendoza. We'll get it next time, Chris. We'll get it next time. 
Holy cow, what is up, Kelly's Olympian? I would say you could do better than that, but most of you are live streaming and I cannot hear your cheers. How many people are we up to now? Still three watching. Thank you, all three of you. My heart to you. I hope you enjoy the rest of this show. We're going to be bullshitting soon enough. Chris is doing a fantastic job organizing this show. Now we just need a fantastic job getting people to show up. I brought our one audience member, and he better laugh because I'm his ride home after this. <laughs> but no, I, I, I got to say, I love this venue. Seriously, when I first started doing comedy, this venue reminds me of the type of place I used to hang out at. You see, I would write all my material at this metal bar. I'd sit down at the bar table. They knew exactly what I wanted. I'd tell them to fix me a lemmy. That was a pint glass with three shots of Jack filled with Coke. I'd drink about half of that, and then they'd take the glass back, fill it up with stout. My glass came back looking like motor oil, called it a lemmy in the black. And then at the end of each night, I'd finish it off with a shot of whiskey, you know, to straighten me out. I called it a Brockus Helm. The police called it a DUI. I said, only if you catch me. I gotta be careful with that joke these days, especially since this is on the internet now. <laughs> Instantly. But no, like, this past year has been a big year for me and my car. I'd hate to lose my ability to drive over a joke. I drive a 2001 Ford Mustang convertible, which means as of last year, my car's of legal drinking age. <laughs> or at least that's what I told myself when I filled the tank with Jack Daniels. <laughs> my car's falling apart like an alcoholic, too. I took one sharp turn, and all I hear is, I miss my wife. <laughs> you know it's bad when your car's critiquing your life choices. Uh, I've been trying to do new stuff this year. I've been trying to grow as a person, so I think it's time to get a new place. And you guys know what that means, right? That means furniture shopping. So I go down to Ikea, and I gotta say, that showcase room, they really know how to make you feel at home. Security will yell at you just like your parents do if you plop down on the couch without pants. <laughs> but the problem with that showcase room is that there's too many options. It needs to be simplified, like we simplified dating. We need a Tinder app for Ikea furniture. You just swipe right on whatever you like, whatever's gonna fit your type, whatever's gonna fit your style, and the algorithm puts together what to suggest you, what's gonna fit your, fit your situation, what's gonna fit your space, what's gonna fit your style. And much like Tinder, they'll find out that my type is tall, heavily photoshopped, and imported from Sweden. <laughs> but also like Tinder, everything I try to match with is way out of my price range. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up. Chris brought that up earlier. And I gotta say, I'm, I'm just so busy. I don't, I don't have time for holidays. I feel like a really bad son. Like, my mom tries to reach out to me just to spend, like, some quality time. She says, you never come up anymore. Well, I got stuff to work on. I got stuff to do. I'm trying to improve as a person. And then she says, well, can't you just come up this one time? So I put on my pants and I left the basement. <laughs> she wasn't that impressed either. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I've been trying to do is uh, I've been trying to lose some weight, you know, start getting the sweat going, start getting the blood going. So I joined a kickboxing gym. 
And I know what you're thinking, kickboxing. Isn't that for petite women and soccer moms? I said I needed to get the blood going. I never specified to where. <laughs> and I'm in this kickboxing gym. We got our sparring session going on. There's always a point in the class where you gotta partner up. I get partnered with this one girl that's about yay tall. And she's, I ask her, are you going to be okay with this? Are you fine? And she's like, yeah, I can handle it. Okay, okay. So we start sparring. I'm doing my crosses. I'm doing my jabs. I'm doing my uppercuts. And I just hear all the way from down here, you can hit harder, you know. Uh, I'm sorry? You can hit harder, you know. I can take it. Okay. So I go a little harder, a little faster. I put my shoulder into it more. I get my hips twisted a little more. And all I hear coming from down there is harder! Uh, I don't know what to do here. Harder! Why are you crying? <laughs> I wasn't until she brought it up. <laughs> oh, boy. And anybody in here like traveling? I came all the way from Seattle to be here. Yeah, I drove three hours to do this show. I friggin' love traveling. Mainly because I hate it where I am as well. <laughs> but no, one of my favorite trips that I took is I went with my brother down to San Francisco for a show. We got this dinky little electric car with a Utah license plate. Every time we press on the gas, all you hear is... And then naturally, because it's San Francisco with a lot of traffic, it was more like... Stop and go, stop and go, you gotta keep going. And we end up at this crosswalk, and there's a crossing guard. He's looking at all the license plates, keeping track of everyone that's going on. He sees that Utah license plate, and he says, Hey, Utah, how's that Mormon town treating ya? My brother, shy and always quick to correct, says, We're not from Utah, we're from Seattle. My brother looks like he's from Seattle. He has a whole baseball cap tattoo thing going on. Me, I look like I sell scorpion milk in the deserts of Utah. <laughs> and we're not talking like Salt Lake City, Utah. We're talking Torrey, Utah. How do you milk a scorpion? Carefully. Very carefully. We've had a lot of uh, bearded comics up here tonight. Jake, Jordan, I appreciate you guys. You guys have that <laughs> scruffy style going for you. Me, with my beard, I'm told I don't look scruffy, I look scary. It's really hard trying to meet people and like trying to attract women because they don't want to deal with this. I tried asking a friend about it, and you know what they told me? Patricio, if it's giving you so much trouble, just shave the beard. I'm sorry, what? Bitch, I'm Latino. This isn't a beard, this is a badge of honor. The only people in my family that can grow facial hair are my dad, one cousin, and all of my aunts. A dicky little chin strap like this is like winning the Latino genetic lottery. <sighs> yes, I am Latino. In case you couldn't tell from a name like Patricio. I'm only half Latino. I'm half Chilean. The other half is every pale of white across Europe. I have no idea which side of the family the hair comes from, but looking at both sides, I know I'm going to lose it in about 10 years. Male pattern baldness may be a bitch, but on my mom's side of the family, that's where all the wigs are. 
And my dad, he would always tell me I have to be very proud of my Chilean heritage. And I would believe him if only I could understand him. His accent is so thick he doesn't so much speak, he squawks. His favorite store to buy things in bulk is caca wholesale. My brother asks him for a, give him a grapefruit. He picks up an orange and shouts, pomegranate. He's like an overprotective parrot that repeats everything wrong. And I have to compare him to a parrot because if he wasn't into crackers, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> I've been trying to write more material that incorporates my interests. See, uh, I collect comics. And no, I'm not talking about kidnapping comedians and trying to keep them in near mint condition. You guys have seen the show so far. Most comedians come damaged out of the box. No, I collect comic books. And when it comes to comics, I go for the obscure stuff. So I can't tell a Batman joke. Everybody has a Batman joke. You have a Batman joke. You have a Batman joke probably in your pocket. For instance, I love my car. But like, I love my car. It's my Batmobile. But due to a parking accident, it's a little two-faced right now. See, that's a groaner. That's a meh. But Moon Knight, he's one of my favorite characters. He's obscure enough. You guys ever hear about Moon Knight? Yeah? yeah? yeah. He got a Disney Plus show recently. He's like a psychedelic Egyptian-themed Batman, complete with a white hood and cape. So I wondered why they gave him a show and not a movie. Problem is, cosplayers ruin everything. If a bunch of dudes in white hoods and capes flooded movie theaters, that'd be really bad for PR. But they shouldn't worry about the PR with Moon Knight. He's one of the few Jewish superheroes, and he's played by Oscar Isaac, a Guatemalan actor. So you have a Jewish superhero with Egyptian theming played by a Guatemalan actor. That's like a hat on top of a hat on top of a yarmulke. But uh, growing up as a half Latino in the Pacific Northwest, I always loved the ABC show Zorro. I wanted to be Zorro when I grew up. Unfortunately, I found out too late that carving your initials into people puts you on some sort of list. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've been Patricio Fabian Mendoza. Give it up for your host, Chris Cox. We have a wonderful rest of the podcast. Don't turn on that porn. Well, fuck yeah. One more time for Patricio Mendoza! <laughs> whose name I'm technically pronouncing correctly even though I'm doing it very whitely. Now, <laughs> I'm still doing it right, kinda. Look, uh, the three of you, if you've got your, are you all set up on drinks and whatnot? You're good, you're good, you're good? Uh, I have three fancy chairs for you over here. We're gonna go ahead and move this thing out the way. The fancy chairs. I am sure that somehow we can amuse the people. Yes, go get a drink. Go. Yeah, come on up. Yeah. 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 That's okay. That's fine. I'll just uh, I'll just be starting with you then. Uh, I have in fact been writing things down as as oh, your okay. sets look were at, going. Look at Chris taking notes. Really professional. It is the closest I will get. Now, uh, you're not Jake. You're Jordan. There we go. I'm Jordan. It's me. Uh, Hi, Jordan. Okay, so first question I have written on here, and I want you to, again, remember, I'm always drunk and high, so we're going to see how much of this <laughs> makes sense. Uh, first thing I have on here is literally just, are you not going to bang a robot? I don't know. I don't think so. I, don't, I have no interest. I have no vested interest in putting my penis into electronics. 
Even if they're hot electronics? I'm just not attracted to, like, actually inanimate things that, like, I don't know. Until they, like, look real. Until it's, like, Westworld shit. Yeah. I don't think I would actually be enticed. Yeah. It's just creepy. It's like, because you see, they started doing the weed thing, like, government controlled, and I feel like the weed's fucked up. I feel like the weed isn't what it used to be. And it's, I mean, you're definitely right about that. Yeah. And so, like... And corporate entities are going to be running this shit. Like, is this thing, like, if I do the wrong stuff on the internet, they don't like me? Is it going to chop my cock off in the middle of this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, be polite to your robot overlords. Totally. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, I already suck Zuck's dick enough. So, like, why do I need to start actually penetrating his products? Because like, you said 2040, right, was what they predicted. That's, that's what they said. I'm yeah. like, that sounds... That, like, it's really seven, not that far away. 17 years, I could wait. Yeah. <laughs> I can wait. Yeah, let's I see what you wait. got. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. It's like, we just aren't going to make them. We aren't going to be able to make them quite fuckable enough until 2040. <laughs> you got to get your tech together, Zuck. Yeah, you got to get it together. I don't, I don't trust Zuckerberg yeah, to do come it. Come on up. There's no... This is the chaos. Just, yeah. yeah. Chaos, we don't... Woo. It was so interesting to like uh, perform to a lot of comedians that I know I've never performed to. I feel like we... like. The, all of us kind of like, for me at least, uh, intimately increased our knowing each other by having to like force eye contact. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I don't know that any of us other, have ever like, made eye contact before. Yeah, totally. I mean, Jake and I do, but that's because we're both creeps. I don't care for it. No, I know. No, no. Yeah. It's not for me. It's just a wild, intense, like, first meeting all of you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, Whoa. I yes. met you once before. Yeah. But you're the only. We haven't met, right? No. No. Okay. And I haven't met you guys. So that was like. I was like. We were all doing it to each other, you know? Just oh, like, for sure. It's like hey, the comic so equivalent. I'm like just trying to fill this time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just going straight for the intimacy. This yeah. is like if you bring all of your dogs to the dog part, where basically our eye contact is like sniffing each other's crotch. <laughs> like getting to know each other. Yeah. We're here, guys. We're, we're here, doing guys. It. Yeah. We're here. We're, we're having fun. We're playing with each other. Ball? Ball? Is there a ball? <laughs> Please. Please. Okay. Follow-up question here, though. Uh, one of your bits was about the, uh, well, all it says here really is, I didn't know that Joanne's had a restroom. Are you certain that you were in one? Oh, yes. Let, let me corroborate because I, the, there's a running list in my head of all the places I know I can use a public restroom and no one will ever see me. Uh-huh. Joanne is definitely on that list. Uh, Any, Joanne's men's bathroom. Okay, so oh, you did not just find a closet and piss in it. Oh, no. no Joanne no. has a very nice... It was a real concern for me, okay? He's like, I've never seen another human being in this bathroom. I'm like, it's because it's not, man. It's a supply closet, and you should probably get out. <laughs> Most of the time, the men's bathroom is just not occupied by anyone because I'm usually one of... Sometimes there's another dude in Joanne, yeah, but like usually there is not. Kohl's is another safe one, usually. Yeah. They, they have a nice bathroom. That's the thing. It's like a really nice, it's a nice corporate, yeah. like fluorescent light. Like, there's, they clean this toilet. That is nice. Uh, I like how the fluorescent light is a, an up thing to you. It, well, like, I mean, like, you know the bathroom's probably. And just the clean toilet. That's the department store level. He's like, yeah. you clean this. Nicely done. Very yeah. good job. Good for you. Well, you yeah, did the, the bare minimum, the, which is more than 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've, they've got the chart on the door, like, last cleaned. It was within, like, six years. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody filled it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, la the last clean <laughs> is the last time that I was in that bathroom. I'm like, that makes sense. I, right. Yeah. That's right. oh, when I visited yeah. last. Just me and this one janitor, we have this relationship. I, I, we'll I, never respect, talk about. I respect the Joanne men's bathroom so much that I like wipe down the counters <laughs> on the way out and stuff. Like, I just leave it like you left it, you know? 
You're the guy that cleans the Joanne bathroom. I, it's me. Is what yeah. We're, yeah, okay. It's me. Uh, when you were doing the, the chips bit, and there's a bit where like you're just yelling at a mm-hmm. corporate entity, mm-hmm. I just wrote down, so I can judge a book by its cover. And, yes. <laughs> and uh, last year uh, is my sisters are proof that an 11-year-old can get drugs. Uh, those, so those are all the notes um, I had for your set. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. I probably could have gotten drugs, but I don't know. They had they had me under the the Reagan thrall, like yeah. the way that it hit me. I was like, I remember, I had some friends that I grew up with that they were doing drugs when we were in middle school, and one of my friends was like, I used to ask you if you wanted to come all the time, and you would be like, No, man, I'm cool. I don't do that. <laughs> and I was like, Really? Because I've suppressed the memory of being lame. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you get to not know, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great for you. Yeah, exactly. I wish I had that one. Oof. That's a pretty good one. Oof. Uh, I made a note here that Jake here is wearing a shirt to rival Charlie. Are you trying to get the other co-host spot? What's this about? <laughs> well, because you, you also made the tropical joke, and I was like, oh, is that why the shirt? No, and I, <laughs> I realized as I was saying it, oh, nicely done. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. I love wearing something tropical when it's shit weather outside. Something about that. Uh, jacking off with the troops is definitely already a Pornhub category. Uh, <laughs> and then you make mention, I've had this thought more than one time, uh, so I'm glad I finally get to talk to you about it. Uh, you mentioned that jerking off to books on tape isn't a thing, but ASMR porn is real. Yeah. I don't have the internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't internet. I don't know anybody with internet. I'm just saying, there's, there's a thing. That's really close to books on tape for you to jerk off. You masturbate to. while you're listening to ASM? Oh, for sure. Okay. Well, the more you know. Yep. Yeah. People are like, "Oh yeah, jack your cock off," and you're like, "Oh, okay." You're yeah, so- I, oh yeah. <laughs> but what are you listening to? Right you're now. listening to sex, or you're just listening That's to like listen to well, bubble wrap and shit while well, you're no, cranking no, no. it. So it's so it's uh, it's J O I, which is jerk off instruction or encouragement, depending on what yeah. you're saying. Joy. Uh, Babs of fucking literally. Uh, and so they are, in fact, whispering things that are encouraging uh, in, this, in this vein. I saw this coming years ago when I wrote that joke. Not the ASM, but I thought for sure somebody would one day be like, you know, there actually are porns yep. on, on tape I'll have, you know, mister. Uh, Chris, <laughs> if I may, if I may adend or amend yours, add to yours, maybe you don't sure. know about this. Reddit.com slash r slash gone wild audio. You are correct. I don't. Uh, and this is more—it's more story based. So it gets really infinite. So there's like scripts, and then people like fill out the scripts. Uh, you know, I, I'm in it for the literature, actually. You know, it's just, that's the only reason I was no. This is one of those things. That. If I came off stage at an open mic and you told me that, I would go, "You are a fucking joke ruiner." You know that? <laughs> yep. That's uh, that's why I host a podcast. You know, if I interpret your joke literally, it's not quite as funny. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bet. Yeah, why do you think I only write like, five <laughs> jokes a year? It takes me forever to get this shit through. Uh, let's see, do I have anything else for you? No, that was it. So, okay, just so you know what we've done so far. Jordan here's got three points. Jake's got two thus far. Cool. Nice. Second Uh-oh. place, nice. Uh, now, Patricio. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. Uh, this didn't go well, I think because I was trying to figure out how to go get my drink, and that never happened. But Oh, I'm sorry, man. The only things I have in here are, uh, Jack always reminds me of my mom. <laughs> it's because she drinks it the exact same way you do. Really? Uh, yeah, it's three shots, 
and then some Coke. And that's it. <laughs> now, what type of Coke? I'm talking about the Coke. No, no, cocaine. Okay. No, wait, I said it wrong. I'm sorry. Coca-Cola, the drinkable one. <laughs> I no, mean, my it's dad sold enough. drugs. My mom was an alcoholic. It's like <laughs> They're different. Okay. Um, and then, hang on. Maybe you can tell me what I was referencing. It just says, if she brought up crying, it's because you were. Oh, oh get your yeah, ass that's kicked. my kickboxing joke. Yeah, yeah that's my right. kickboxing joke. Uh, yes, that actually happened. I started crying in the middle of the kickboxing class because I was being mentally abused. Wow. <laughs> By a woman three feet shorter than me. <laughs> Okay. And she uh, goes there just to do that, right? Probably. Just, just no. to oh, shit for talk, sure. man, yeah, and watch them cry. It's, if you have, <laughs> kickboxing is expensive, so if you have enough money, you are there to be the boss of people. Mm. I, took, uh, I took cardio kickboxing in college, and uh, yeah, just the same thing. We would have a partner, and I had the same partner every day. And this guy, same thing, was like a head shorter than me. And but what that meant for me was that he would just end up like even with the pad he would just kick me directly in the balls every time, <laughs> and I'm just like, how? Like why are you like it's just you're the perfect height, the perfect leg swing that hit me directly in the nuts. Well, I don't know why Charlie's telling you how we met like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris was clearly practicing for practical for practical uh, application there. Oh yeah. Because cardio kickboxing, you're there to sweat. You're not there to learn how to fight. He was learning how to fight. <laughs> he was learning how to win. He's probably the guy that grew up, Chris. Uh, analogy, Chris. Probably not real, Chris. Unless this is. We'll real, find Chris. out in a second. We'll find out in a second. <laughs> he was probably the type of guy that grew up with his dad going like, "Hey, man, when you're in something, you need to learn how to win everything. Even if it's a team participation event, you gotta find out how to win. I ain't raising a loser." You're here to haggle for the best price on anything. You're not <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> it's pretty close to this. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Was the voice spot on or? I don't remember. Oh, wow. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. The last time I, uh, if you've heard that joke about running into my dad at a furry convention, uh, that happened about <laughs> six years ago now, and that's the last time we've ever spoken. Honestly, I do not think I heard that joke. If I oh. did, I was probably too drunk to remember. How many years since and how many years before that? Wait, what? How many years ago did you meet your dad at a furry convention? Uh, it happened six years ago. And it how happens. long had it been since you had seen him when that happened? Oh, hang on. Like three or four years? <laughs> wow. Three or four years. So he was either a closet furry for the longest time. No. Do you want this story? Yeah. Yes. Let's go story. into it. This feels more interesting than anything I can say right I now. I don't think we cannot have this story. Look, I, I wanted this to be a Mother's Day thing, not a Father's Day thing, but it's fine. <laughs> well, no, hey, we'll fathers are attached to is, the mother sometimes. If anything yeah. is a message pro-mom, it's dads are fucking weird and inappropriate. <laughs> go, I mean, both of them your mother. Yeah. They have so, to get the mom somehow. Look, I went through two dads, and neither one of them were good. So, okay, so this one, the, this is the second dad. I want you to know. Uh, technically, an upgrade. <laughs> I want to be clear about that. Unfortunately, he's an upgrade. And so, uh, what wound up happening is I went to college, failed, wound up going to a party where I met a girl who was friends with my brother. Uh, she stabbed me, then we dated for three years. <laughs> 
during which she stabbed me more. And then I was somehow emotionally vulnerable at the end of all that. And so what I thought I would do after spending a few months healing and healing was um, <laughs> I decided I would reach out to a lady I had uh, been having fun with in college okay. uh, and invited her out to dinner on what I thought was a date. And at the end of that date, she got my dad's Facebook information and then they spoke for the next 72 hours uh, through Messenger. And then he came to me and told me that they were in love. And they are still together. So he was right. And so... <laughs> that is a weird twist. Yep. Uh, so I already knew he was a furry because I had fooled around with her before. And if he was fooled around with her and I know what she's into, here we are. Okay, so this is an uncle-grandpa situation in that Sure. Case. Yeah. And no, no one got stabbed in that part of the story. That's no! That's the crazy part. I like that he got stabbed so many times. He didn't say I got stabbed again. He said, then I got stabbed more. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you yeah. this. I got There's a little more, more that day. Stabbing. I got a little more on another day. It's so unquantifiable because there's no, so quantifiable. much No, it's quantifiable. Let me stabbage. ask you a question. When somebody stabs you with a four-pronged fork, did they stab you once or four times? I would like a consensus from the whole audience. Yeah, once. I'm going to say once. We're saying once, we're saying once. I think, yeah, it's once. Because it's like, it's like if you one, get too. scratched by something, even then, it may leave like multiple, uh, multiple entry points or multiple cut points. Okay. But it's still like one injury. If you got stabbed with a spoon, you wouldn't say you were stabbed an infinite number of times. <laughs> yes. In my brain, that's still one hole, still one stabbing. But... Uh, to respect the audience, three times. She stabbed me three times over the three years we were together. It was Instead of the twice. Guys. Instead so that's of in seven, which is what audience, But oh, okay. mentally, that's 12. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, well, I you like dinner do... forks? Well, so the first one... She had like a pitchfork. You get like impaled. <laughs> well, so the first one was just a, uh, a regular like dinner fork. Dinner, okay. dinner or salad? Or uh, dinner, okay. in fact. Dinner fork. Because... Big, Those are usually guy. longer. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy it was big, yeah. Heavy duty fork. It, uh, well, yeah, so we had gotten very drunk. It was the first time we'd ever met. Uh, we got real drunk at this party, and I passed out, and uh, I snore real bad, and she couldn't sleep, so she stabbed me in the leg. Uh, and then I dated her for three years. So it's somehow, uh, at least somewhat, my fault. I, I do take some responsibility here. I made choices. I mean... That's the victim in you talking. Yeah, that's also statistics talking, though. Yeah, The gender is. ratio in North Pole <laughs> is one to ten. You gotta take what you can get. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I thought Inuit earlier. <laughs> That's an unrelated topic. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yep, we're just gonna run right past that one. Uh, <laughs> what was the actual thing that made you put a fork in the relationship? <laughs> she started being mean to her best friend. Wow, and so I she can stab you with forks all she wants, but as soon as she starts being mean to her best friend... Yeah, I won't defend... out of here. You're I like, won't hey, she's a person. You be nice to her. Exactly. <laughs> That's I'm a little Again. piggy. Stab me, stab me, stab me, stab Again, me. The, the internalized victimhood. I'm in this your guy. Bush yeah. pin. She's I'm, a person. I'm gonna give you yes. I'm gonna give you four hugs as soon as this is over. How many points should we give Chris? What do you guys think? A <laughs> hundred? Should we make him I how are we gonna make him feel better? I say it doesn't I mean, count well, as four, but like if you got stabbed with a no. three prong utensil and somebody next to you got stabbed with a fork and they went, I got stabbed more than you, you'd go, I'm gonna stab that guy. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give you four points, but it yeah. feels like one. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> are you adding that is, that is a for point sure total points. for yourself? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm 
Jordan definitely won a point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I want a point. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He's fighting for them. For you, Canada. Look, I'll be honest. Coming I'm a, for I'm you. I'll hand this out already so that they can be very distracted while they try and do this. Okay. Yes. We're doing this? Yes. Oh, what's this? This is a game? It's time for activities, guys. Oh, sweet. I feel like I'm in the old folks' home. Yeah. Already. And yeah. look, we're just going to be carrying on. We're working on our okay. cognitive function. Are you testing us to see if we can remember stuff? <laughs> I remember today. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oof, yeah. You beat me. Oh, man. That's mine. I left it on stage. I'm always leaving stuff on stage. Monster. All right. Speaking of ASMR. Thank you so much. Uh, to all the uh, streamers, the, the people watching on the stream, I understand that we have double audio issues. Oh, uh, we, we appreciate no. if you guys are sticking with I'm us. Double fisting. Yeah, we're double. We got double fisting issues. Is it we got still double, double audio? audio? They're still de- they're still dealing with that. Double audio <laughs> or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it sounds like that. I feel like if it sounds like that, it's better probably okay in my ears with that double audio. I mean, as long as it's not like super reverb, I think it should be fine. Uh, or if, if you're like <laughs> on mushrooms watching this, you're having oh, a nightmare. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. yeah, this is the this is the uh, 3D portion. To, uh, drop your acid now. And, uh, <laughs> Time for the interactive. Can't wait to do some show. fucking sacred geometry to blow their assholes. <laughs> out, well, coincidentally enough, the reason you're holding <laughs> a thing uh, in honor of Mother's Day, what I'd like you to do is. You're going to design a Mother's Day card. Just just draw one out. You've got plenty of colors to choose from. Oh, okay. Uh, at the end of it, whatever you've designed, you're going to talk to me about and explain. Try and talk it up. You want to get more points than the people next to you. Now, did we do uh, plan anything to distract them? <laughs> no. Sick. Planning? Uh, honestly, I haven't asked this at all because uh, we've been focused on me. Uh, I mean... Do, do you guys like your mom? I yeah, do. we're cool. Yeah? <laughs> I went to Vegas with my mom, and then oh. I had my identity stolen. <laughs> oh. Like, like, by your mom? No, no. It was, uh, it was a little unrelated. But I I'm see. A, I was thinking, like, why would they try to steal money with me from me? I'm not financially stable. I went to Vegas with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> And there's no time like we're gonna have till towards the end of the show, so fuck with it for as long as you want. Uh, My mom's fine. I love her. Uh, She's she was a marine, so there you go. Aww, Aww. yeah, she's a she she says very kind words a lot. She doesn't curse at all. Well, that's nice. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Scary person, but also a kind person. Uh, this is a, this lives on the internet forever, doesn't it? Yep. It does. Oh, for sure. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. I love you. Fuck off, like, Mom. I feel like one of the hundred views of this uh, YouTube could be my Jordan, mom. I, oh, that's definitely a thing I wanted to touch on. You were like, oh, 500 views this, as though that's like bad. We're real excited when we break 27. Fuck so like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Hey, I number, don't know if you were like trying to flex or whatever, number, but number twenty-eight out there, I know it's you, mom. So when you're watching this replaying after you've searched my name on Google for a million times, I really appreciate your continued support and we, strange we engagement it. with all of my content on the internet. Uh, it's very embarrassing, but I love you. Thanks. But also great. <laughs> I'm designing a card for you right now because I love you. Aww. Aww. Yeah, it's for mom. That's adorable. Don't give him any points for that. 
She could, she oh, could no. No, just no, no. potentially see this. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to talk about my mom in a second, and it's going to be very different from what came from that half of the stage. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, there's a reason why you were like, I went to Vegas with my mom, and then my identity got stolen, and my brain went, oh, by your mom. <laughs> like, that checks out to me. It's because my family's great. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what my mom, that's what your mom would do, my mom. <laughs> my mom's not technologically, like, advanced enough to be able to pull that off. I mean, you don't really have to. I'm pretty sure there's something you can buy for dirt cheap. to. I take know what I said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I need you to understand, my mom, we, um, we were very certain that she had made up a woman uh. named Jeannie uh, because she was, of course, abused as a child herself, which is how you then go on to have abused children in most yeah, cases. Yeah, sure, of course. Uh, you know, break the cycle, Morty. And so... Uh, <laughs> I closed a door with my voice. And so, um, okay. Does anybody know what I was just saying? You were talking about your mom not being technologically advanced Advanced enough. enough. We were definitely going to talk about Jack again. It was going through something. Thank you, friend. Jeannie. There That's you what go. we're talking about. Way Here's to go, the thing. Charlie. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, my You're mom's, an all star. Uh, main method of communication for most of my life is that she would get hand-dammered within 10 minutes of getting home, and then that would be her state of existence until she passed out and then had to wake up for work. Uh, So during this portion of the night, uh, she would tell me the same terrible seven stories that happened in her life, and in them she mentioned a woman named Jeannie who was her best friend through all of these things. And I was very certain that she had made Jeannie up as a coping mechanism. Jeannie um, <laughs> is a coping mechanism. Well, yeah, because if you Not don't have friends, oh. you make them up, right? Um, you know what? I Some had, do. Yeah, well, I mean, I had multiple personalities, I'm so aware. I assumed that my mom <laughs> had multiple personalities at some point of for course. similar reasons. Yeah. Uh, and I was just, because we had never seen any proof. I've never seen a picture of Jeannie. I've never seen any proof that she ever really existed. And I just kind of <laughs> nod and go, uh-huh, yep, Jeannie's a great friend, Mom. And uh, my sister got married two years ago. And she went on Facebook and did some research, and she found Jeannie. Like, Jeannie really exists. She's a real person, as it turns out. Uh, it's just that when my father, uh, not my dad, mind you, uh, different piece of shit. Uh, when my father got uh, moved from an Air Force base in Florida to an Air Force base in Alaska for fucking uh, commander's wives too much, um, he broke all contact between my mom and what I thought was her imaginary friend, and then she just couldn't find her. Because nobody in the story knows what technology is, apparently. I don't know why my sister had to Google some shit fucking 30 years later, but that's fine. And so, at this point, I'm going to go to my sister's wedding. I'm excited because I've been on a comedy festival at this point. It was in Alaska even, so I get to be like, yeah, I'm the most famous person at my sister's wedding. And then it turned out that she invited Jeannie. And so I no longer was because I was, I was downplayed by a figment of my mom's imagination. Or a woman who, as it turns out, was not. Uh, I think the weirdest part, though, was that her and my mom got very drunk at the reception, and then now my mom lives in Oklahoma with Jeannie and another dude in what I assume is a thruple, but my mom hasn't confirmed that. <laughs> and so... <laughs> a thruple? Yeah. She can't confirm it if she doesn't know yet. 
She could just be feeling it out. Maybe. Oh, she's I just never asked my mom for clarification. I don't. That's smart. Know that I want to <laughs> know because once my mom starts talking, she won't stop, and I already know far too much about my mom's sex life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. My, my mom had a lot of boyfriends when I was a kid. And yeah. Boy, they. St- they they definitely left some audible trauma in my mind. Yeah, your, was your mom the loud one, or were were they the loud one? Just everything was everything. Loud, Chris. Well, that <laughs> makes sense. I can see. And it. I was like, "What's going on? Are you having trouble sleeping, Mama?" <laughs> yeah, my mom was the kind of loud. <laughs> Why did you sound like that? It's, I was just a dumb like little four. Kansas boy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Mama, what's wrong? There was this one dude that she dated. He was, it was really weird because he was like, uh, he was older than her, much older, but very, very like fit and like in his mid 40s when my mom was okay. in her 20s, right? He like used to work out at our house all the time. He was essentially like training to fuck the shit out of my mom. And I always thought that was like pretty wild in retrospect. Like, wow, this guy just comes over to like do a bunch of crunches and bang my mom and then he's like gone for a few days I was like, Look, wow. I'm very sorry that you got to witness perfection and don't have it now <laughs> <laughs> I know right but that's crazy it's like being around a positive male figure didn't inspire you at all you became a stand up comedian right? <laughs> you did this <laughs> you're here buddy I don't I love oh, this there show. Was a ca- there was a caveat to that, though. That dude actually had known my mom since she was a little girl. He was a oh. girl. Yeah, that, oh, I forgot about that part. Oh. I forgot about that part. That part there we go. We figured weird. it out. Sorry yeah. if you're watching this, Mom. What are you cool. doing? So that mom, old dude what are you been, doing right That old dude now? had been doing crunches for your mom for like 20 years, and then she <laughs> finally noticed one day, and then he's like, oh, I have to do that in front of weird, forever now. He had a weird name, too. I just want to pause this for a minute. You guys know there are other colors. Colors. In that I cup. mentioned that there were colored no, pencils. No, okay. Wait, there not. Colored markers. Black oh, colors. that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Say, I finished my card in the first like minute. I, just I been felt like that couldn't be true. Doodling. <laughs> that's fine. I'm sorry. That's fine. They've got an eraser on the back end of their things. I or... dropped it, so I'm just oh, going to no. awkwardly reach for it. It's right next to my glass, so I'm sorry if I ruined this wonderful rug that clearly was got out of the last time. Yeah, I I spilled on this last time I was here, and it wasn't water, so, you know. Okay, that's good. (laughs) So there's definitely some weird smells in this rug. Oh, for sure. I'm not the first person to say something on this rug. There's every venue rug, I feel like. I mean, this is Portland. There's probably some weird smells, stains. This this carpet could tell some stories. Actually, one time I came to a show here, and one of the bands, I don't know why, they just insisted on all playing barefoot. And I'm like, that's... Well, I think it's because people in the Northwest, uh, especially in Portland and Washington, are obsessed with Sasquatch. And <laughs> yes, they are. Do not deny this. You will, if you live in Washington I just Washington told a lengthy Portland, joke about Sasquatch. <laughs> that's true, you did, with the fucking Tim's Chips. I love Tim's Chips, I by the way. So good. Chips Hashtag yeah, not yeah. sponsored. Hashtag sponsor me. Sponsor me, Tim's <laughs> Fucking. That's true. You're like the one potato chip factory in like the Northwest that everybody agrees is the best. You should sponsor local comedy. Should do. Somebody get Tim on the show. Let's <laughs> have him phone. talk about his mom. Yeah, we want to know. Was she really into potatoes? Are you from Idaho, Tim? I just found out that my mom uh, hit like on this video feed 20 minutes ago. So this has been fun. Oh. Hey, Chris's, Hi, Chris's mom. mom. Hi, I love Hi. you. Hi, Chris's mom. Hey, Chris's mom, you can look up my number later. I, 
And to be fair, okay, one of the things that split my dad and my mom up is the fact that my mom is very proud of the fact that she slept with more than 800 people, and she's very good at what she does. So, like, have at it, buddy. Is she in a competition with Joel Schumacher? I don't know who that is. (laughs) Joel Schumacher, the director of uh, Batman Batman. Forever, Batman uh, and Robin, Robin, The Phantom of the Opera, sorry, Gerard Butler. That dude slept with 1,000 men before he died. Wow. Good for him. I know, right? You got you got to have goals. Goals. Yeah, exactly. Life goals. Have a hobby. Yeah, life goals, a hobby. It's productive, I imagine, for him. A good workout, you know. I mean, he died, so I don't know how healthy it was for him at the end. I mean, how how old was he when he died? Like old? Oh, he had to have been. I. God damn. I want to say he was probably. My guesstimation, just based off his uh, body of work, he was probably in his mid-70s. I'll look it up. Okay, thank you, Charlie, for looking yeah, it up. He's Charlie with the facts. Fact, he's going to fact-check me, and I'm going to look like a damn fool on the internet. God oh, damn it. In front of all three people <laughs> live. <laughs> and my mom at some point in the future. Don't forget oh, he, that was, he was 80, yeah. 80? So close. 81, I think. Uh, I mean, I yeah, same year as my grandparents. Anybody a thousand dudes? That's what I've heard. That's good odds. Granted, I heard that on the Kevin Smith podcast, so I have no idea how accurate that is. The clerks people wouldn't lie to me. No, of <laughs> course not. Smoochy Gucci's. Smoochy Boochies. Um, I've been saying that wrong this whole time. Damn you have. it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I hate this because right. I know that. Like, hold on, hold on, hold what? on. Here we go. Is somebody in the chat? No, you, no, no. Did no. you look it up? I, I'm on the Wikipedia. Here we go. Schumacher described himself as extremely pro- promiscuous, saying in a 2019 interview that he became sexually active at age 11 and estimating that he had sex with between 10,000 and 20,000 men. Oh, so he's a liar. <laughs> said the first person he knew who died from the AIDS epidemic in 1983 was not pure promiscuous, leading Schumacher to believe he would soon die after, recalling that he thought at the time, I have it. But no, he never got it. Anyway. I like how you, you found the darkest part to well, be like. Well, I'm just reading the, the paragraph. If you slept with Joel Schumacher, get yeah. in the chat. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Call this toll-free number now. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> We need to know if he's talked about the other dudes. Was this at an orgy? How many? (laughs) Do you have mesothelioma? We need to know. Okay, but now I've got a math question, guys, similar to the fork question. If you're at an orgy, and there's ten dudes at that orgy, if you didn't come in contact with all ten dudes, did you bang ten dudes? No. I I think there would have to be some form of penetration. So in this case, Joel's got to be going around with like a... A clicker or something to be like, yeah. this one. Okay, this one, yes. Okay, the this same one. gooey, rusty clicker from all the different places that he's been. Because I've used clickers before. I used to work at a theme park. You cannot just, like, if you lose, tra- if you just press the clicker, it only advances. It doesn't reset until you reach 9999. In which case, if he did sleep with 10,000 dudes, he'd have to have multiple clickers just to keep track of it. It's true. Well, uh, yeah, and I think he lost count because he did say between 10,000 and 20,000. That's a pretty big margin of error, Joel Schumacher. <laughs> yeah, it's either a margin. huge number or double that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the two. 
I like how for this uh, Mother's Day special, we're talking about how many people Joel Schumacher has banged. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. I don't let my mom watch any of these because I know... That I'm going to talk. I need to... Yeah, I need to... I need Be to, free. I need to let her have her fantasy that I am a good little boy still. Uh, I think that's just how that's going to work. <laughs> oh, oh, man, no. my Mother's Day card is going to be super Ooh. ironic. <laughs> my, uh, my parents knew I was a furry when I was in college. Like, uh, at one point, I was in line for a movie uh, with some people wearing panda ears and a collar, and then my dad walked up behind me, and was like, so when were you going to tell me about this? And I thought I was going to shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, never? And he's like, well, that's stupid. And then he rolled up a newspaper he had, he bat me on the head with it. And then he walked away. And Back. that's what we call acceptance in my family. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Acceptance. Yeah. Drama. Acceptance. Drama. Acceptance. Acceptance. Trauma. Acceptance. Trauma. That's, yeah. that's good. You know, it, that's like a scientific term. I feel like somebody got paid for that one. For the really? <laughs> it already exists. It's in some textbook somewhere. Some textbook somewhere. I'm certain it's in some textbook. I'm certain intellectual yeah. somewhere are speaking of this matter. One of those, one of them science books. One of them science books. It's like, what is science? I just went to science school. <laughs> All right, seriously though, gun to your head. What is your like happiest memory of your mom? My mom used to work like two and three jobs a lot, and I really didn't spend a ton of time with her. And my mom used to come home from work sometimes, and she would get, I live, I'm from Kansas. She would work in, she worked in Wichita, and I lived in a really small town that was like 45 minutes away, and it was off the highway, so she would come home. Do you guys, you've seen Love's like or gas yeah. stations before? Yeah. Back in the 90s, they were like a subway. They had like a sandwich shop. Okay. Yeah. And the Love's subway sandwiches, like sub sandwiches were really fucking good. My mom would bring them home and we would hang out and we would eat Love sandwiches Aww. and we would talk about stuff. Very adult stuff. She would tell me about that bitch at work who's a fucking cunt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't I'm like, wrong. I'm like seven, you know? I'm just like... That, fuck that. Fuck Marsha. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mom. Thanks for this fucking delicious sandwich. What about you, Patricio? When I was a kid, uh, my mom would actually make an adventure out of just reading stories to us. I remember we were trying to get through the entire, the first four Harry Potter books when those were first coming out and the Sorcerer's Stone just came out and stuff. And we would read them under the covers. She'd make this whole setting for it, really engaged my imagination and my brother's imagination. My sister wasn't around yet. Uh, she doesn't have these type of memories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we had the good times. Um, so, so your totally. sister really... I feel, I feel that way about yeah. my sister, yeah. too. It's like, ah, oh, sorry, you didn't actually get any of the good ones. You, you? missed out, man. Yeah. They got tired. She was actually pretty cool before you were born. <laughs> they got tired by the time you came around. <laughs> But that's what I remember. My mom was my mom was a storyteller for us as kids, and uh, not to say that my dad wasn't either. Like I definitely have like some story related memories with my dad, but my mom really knew how to set the scene, and I think that's part of why I I try to work as a performer and an entertainer because I feel engaged with stories because of my mom. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I hope Jake ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to be bitter and sour about this. <laughs> Get with the program. 
You don't have to do what I hope, Jay. Happiest memory? Happiest memory of your mom. That was a tough question, yeah. Um, I, the, what popped into my head when I was a kid and we moved to a little town called Winston and it was really just a teeny town with even less there at the time and dad was working and mom just had, like when you're four, you're not in school yet, so you just had to fill time all day and we would like, I would just follow her on errands and I just remember having more fun than ever. Like we would, if she had free time, she would take me to the public library in town, but we would like walk there or take our bikes there and I'd rent the same movies again and again and again. You're a kid, you just have, you don't even watch or read the books that you get, but you have your favorites and you get them again and again and there was like a little uh, shortcut bike trail when the town was more rural that you could cut through some shit to get, past like Dairy Queen on the way to the library, so maybe you get an ice cream on the way back. And yeah, I remember that being a very fun time in my life, being four, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did well, it go downhill go. from there? Well, now we just drink a lot. And <laughs> I was gonna say, no, I, I feel like Jake's got a good relationship with his mom, actually. Yeah, no, my mom's from Portland, she's great. My mom loves, uh, she's not funny, but she's super silly. Everybody in her family, like the family crest is like a rubber chicken sitting on a whoopee cushion with a pair of big googly <laughs> yeah. eyeglasses. Nice, I like that. None of, they're all really different, but they're just silly as shit. And so my mom, like she loves uh, blowing her nose into Kleenex shoving it in her nose so it sticks out of her nose and turn to somebody and going, yes. <laughs> All right. I see what you mean. And no, she laughs harder than everybody and everybody goes, yeah, this is the million times. Super inappropriate. Knock it off. Yeah. I'm glad that she doesn't. Yeah, she's funny. She's cool. Genuinely glad that she doesn't. Uh, Charlie? Well, to kind of uh, jump on to Patricio's, my, my mom used to read to me a bunch as a kid too. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I got into, into Harry Potter and stuff in, like, third grade. And then I think, so, third grade, like, I read the first two books, and then the third book came out, and I remember it being crazy. Fourth grade, we were in Alaska when the fourth book came out. And, so was I. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was just, like, randomly there. So <laughs> we, That's how they know so each other. So we went to, like, yeah, the bookstore, like, on opening day, and this was before, like, real Potter mania went crazy. Yeah, before like the Order of the Phoenix. Oh, wait, before the movies. Okay, I was going to Well, yeah, the movies, but but yeah, also like Order of the Phoenix and stuff. Because yeah. like af- it seemed oh, like so after that, we would we would go like to midnight openings or midnight releases at bookstores and stuff. And uh, so what we would do is like we would get the book and we would always buy two copies. I would have a copy and my mom would have her own copy. And then we would race to see and we would take a day, usually a day, and just sit and just read the book. And so f- I remember the fourth book, I was, you know, 11 or something when that came out. It took me four days to read. And then the fifth book took me 19 hours. It took my mom 15 hours to read the whole thing. So we would just race and then we would like, just so we'd just spend the whole day together just reading and like eating chips and popcorn and stuff. That was just really kind of like, you read yeah, a book really this sweet. big in 15 hours we as would, a child? We would, yeah, yeah, we would just chug through. And then, like, You're so much yeah. smarter than me now. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the problem. I also would read big-ass fucking thick books as a kid. Like, 
I, I was eight years old arguing with my teacher about Shakespeare and couldn't understand why they were confused that I was bringing these things up. <laughs> I know that feeling. I yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, what are you, you confused? I'm cognitive right now. Yeah. What do you mean it's weird I know what a gene pool is when I'm eight? What do you mean? And I'm going to be honest, I now am stupider than I was when I was eight. I don't know what happened, weed. I don't know what happened. <laughs> But I'm definitely a dumber person now than I as a child ever was. Yeah. Well, that's the goal. Uh, good. <laughs> I did it. Kills I, the weakest the brain cells succeeded. first, so the more you drink, the smarter you are. My doctor told me that. He's a cool guy. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Dr. Pepper. Only the strong cells that survive. Dr. Pepper, is that who gave you that advice? Dr. Marvin, he was uh, he was a guy in Eugene who would hand out you know cards for weed back when nobody did it. He was cool. All right. Yeah, he's okay. Dope. I mean, at least if you're gonna get bad advice, get it from someone who can get you recreational weed. Yeah, I think he was drunk when he was telling me all these (laughs) things. That doesn't mean they're not true. (laughs) You got a huge app. Okay, my favorite uh, moment with my mom. Uh, uh, Hang on, a nice thing happened once. I swear. Um, the first time she said she was drinking, she was going to quit drinking, I believed her. Uh, that was a cool moment. Um, <laughs> moment. That was really jazz for a Not minute. Not memory. Super jazz. Moment. I tell you, the best 10 seconds I ever had with my mom. Yeah, moment, like she said it, it and then she time. forgot, and then she grabbed the nearest bottle. In her defense, when she would decide to quit drinking, it would be like months. Mm-hmm. The problem is that we were never like, congratulations, because she was still not a great person to be around. And so, so we didn't know how to be encouraging. So the problem wasn't the alcohol. It doesn't help. But <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was stoked when my mom would go to the bar when I was a kid and get wasted. I was really responsible for like cleaning the house and like doing laundry and stuff. And when she would get really trashed and not bring a dude home that would, like, you know, rail her or whatever. I respect that. When she I would do that, that and she would just come home drunk, she, it, it was the early 90s, she would come home with, like, a pair of jeans that she'd just strip off with a pocket full of money. And I would just go grab them and be like, I'm doing the laundry. And then I just <laughs> had, you know, 20 bucks. I was like, <laughs> 20 bucks in 1993, that's a lot of fucking money, guys. And that was, that was, Pretty it was a little racket. And she was too wasted to remember. She just thought, like, probably thought, like, I guess I spent it all. I mean, she was just using it as part of a uh, money laundering scheme. Yeah, it was like I didn't get a formal (laughs) allowance, but it was like I pilfered an allowance. Yeah. You know, it was cool. (laughs) It was cool. Yeah, you got to learn to provide it for yourself. Yeah, she taught me how to, like, steal from the man, but it was like the man was like her. (laughs) I mean, sometimes the man is your parents. Yeah, the man was my old lady. Uh, Oh, no, okay, okay. The man was a woman. (laughs) So my mom worked for Sourdough Fuel, uh, which is a gas station in North Pole. Uh, She does all their food shit. Um, and so what she used to do was at the end of the day, all the pizzas or subs or whatever, taquitos that people hadn't eaten, mm-hmm. goes into a big old trash bag, and then that shit would come home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To like, this let day. Me, let me I, serve this to my trash when I get <laughs> <laughs> Totally. For sure. I, uh, I, I to this day, have a real hard time with red sauces now. Like red sauce pizzas <laughs> uh-huh. and like marinara sauce in general. Not a big fan of it. Because you uh, just had too much like garbage bag Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was pizza and pizza sticks for uh-huh. like a solid four months. Totally. This doesn't taste like red paste substitute. <laughs> yeah. no, Number I, four. I get white sauce pizzas like every time now. From like ranch plates Alfredo. people didn't finish or like from the kitchen? No, no, no. Like you've been to a gas station, right? 
They've got shit in like boxes. Yeah. In the oh yeah, yeah. Hot yeah. Have, yeah. I, in the I hot saw a gas station once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I assume. <laughs> no, I missed the gas station part. I'm just stupid. Oh, oh okay. gotcha. I mean, yeah, you okay. did say sourdough. It's called sourdough fuels. Sourdough. Sourdough fuels. Yeah, we put our we put a bunch of I bread in our yeah, car. No, 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 powered no, no, no. cars. Sourdough is uh, an old um, bread. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, he beat me too. <laughs> uh, what are the name of the gold miners? God damn it, the people who've been paying for gold. Gold uh, panners. They had prospectors. Yeah, an old uh, prospector's term. Uh, a sourdough is somebody who had lived through two Alaskan winters without dying. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was a real badge of honor at yeah. the time. Back you know what? Like, yeah, that like, sounds like an accomplishment. It's in like, fact, I'll say nowadays it's still a pretty solid badge of honor. But <laughs> it's fucking crazy that old pasty white man survived this. Still episode. here. Look at that old gooey ball of fucking human sadness that survived started. two Alaskan winters <laughs> yeah. in the early fucking 1900s. I mean, you usually wound up lighting something on fire during that time. So, you and know. they also enjoyed dipping themselves in clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you about me? Look that video was... He survived two seasons. <laughs> Lost all his teeth. They didn't make it, but he's still here. <laughs> I'm just saying that video is hidden behind our Patreon paywall, and we don't have a patron <laughs> yet. <Wow>. So <laughs> I'd like to know how you got this video. Yeah, if you guys want to see Chris dip himself in clam chowder. Or ranch. Or ranch. <laughs> Subscribe to their Patreon. Do Ooh. it. <laughs> The best part is anybody that's listened to more than two episodes of this knows that I am 100% serious. Provide multiple tiers, and then if they get, like, the second tier, they get to choose the substance that you dip yourself in. Yeah, would you just say you dip, said dip yourself in nacho quick. cheese, Chris? I mean, yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty Tabasco sauce? Ooh, I'm gonna need a condom, but yeah. Yeah. Wear yeah. goggles. <laughs> 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 Like that Chris cares less about his eyes. Than well, in my brain, I don't have to be like full head. It's, it's just going up to like my neck. Yeah, that's what I was imagining. My thought. I'm like, I'm, come on, Chris, I'm commit. I'm in a tub. <laughs> I am going to commit because I'm going to have a bag of Juanitas next to me and I'm going to fucking dip into it. <laughs> what do you mean, commit? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't assume that. You're right. Why would I let this go to waste? Oh, Nobody man, else I might is subscribe to his Patreon now. <laughs> <laughs> Six hour long video, Chris just like snacking on And I'm just gonna have a bong on this side. Yeah. Unedited, dead eye facing the camera. You know what? I don't even think this needs to be Patreon. I think we just put this in the middle of the stage right here. And will they let you bring in like a little kitty pool or like a little polyurethane pool, then just fill it up with clam chowder while I cover myself in it on the internet? Look, you could do do this at home, sir. Nobody has ever actually asked me what I'm going to do when I get here. Really? I just show up with things and tell them that I'm filling a two-hour time slot. So as long as we stream it and I have a microphone in here, yeah, I'm doing whatever we came here to do. Kelly's Olympian. You are the venue of all venues. That's right. <laughs> we, don't, we don't care what you do in there. I will say that I feel like Ryan specifically would like me to not strip down to nothing and dip myself in Listen, food products on this stage. I bet he would. Kelly's showroom, you get two hours. You He's like, I've seen so many want. comics. We don't care, baby. We close the door. We don't think about you. 
You could be covered in clam sauce or whatever. We don't care. I love how it's gone from clam chowder to clam sauce. That is going to be like the new promo for the show. <laughs> we'll put a tarp down. It'll be, we'll be yeah. clean about it. Yeah, I'm not a fucking monster. Okay, I'm just a degenerate. I'm not an animal. <laughs> I put a tarp down. I'm not yeah, a piece I'm not of a shit. And this is my first clamming? Yeah, I put yeah, a tarp down. I'm not down. here to make your day hard, okay? <laughs> I'm here to make somebody's day hard. Chris Cox, I'm not a monster, just a real-life garbage pail kid. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a fucking monster. I just want to sit in 18 gallons of clam chowder for your entertainment. Look, you say that as a joke, but I'm almost positive. <laughs> There must there be, there's an audience for that somewhere. Oh, oh no, I just meant it's a thing I said it. before. Oh, yeah, okay. you just have to think about the overhead on 18 gallons of clam chowder, though. Well, it's you, like, are you profiting, or did you just get $1,000 in your account? And it's like, I also had $1,000 worth of clam chowder that I, I feel like caked the, in my ass. I mean, I'm going to eat it no matter what. Yeah. So. I feel like <laughs> to finish the aesthetic. Just trying, just trying to eat 18 gallons of clam chowder before it expires. I gotta get my invested back. That you've, no, no, no. Already, that you've already been inside of at one point? First off, <laughs> am inside of currently. I want to point that out. Secondly... We gotta eat it before we get... We got two hours until secondly, they kick us out of here. Let's I go, boys. Like, I feel like the real problem with your miming, okay? The Because in your head, there's a spoon involved. <laughs> Jordan, why would you waste your time doing Jay. this? When it's you can put a straw, <laughs> oh, a straw directly into the nah, fucking. I was, I was imagining no tools. I thought we were just using those fucking. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, clam chowder scoops. God gave you. <laughs> I've got two good forks at the end of my hand. <laughs> if he takes offense to a spoon, I don't know why a straw would be better. I was just time saved. He didn't climb in a time vat of time chowder saved. so he could That's put on so airs for the rest of the world. Where I'm not. That's gonna be a wide. That's like a. That's like a wide straw. Yeah, though, right? it has that's to like be like a, a thick, thick, yeah, we're getting thick cut straw. I'm essentially what? siphoning at uh-huh. this point. Well, that's okay. my idea. Okay. It's a tube. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. it's something. It's like a beer box situation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah like a, but I'm the PVC bu- tube. But I gotta <sighs> say, like, clam chowder down a beer bottle has to be one of the most disturbing yeah. textures. Just to like mm-hmm. start. Just I was expecting something cold. Yeah, no. I was thinking like, it's got to be like lukewarm too. At this, point. I'm like, I sat in it. It's at least warm. Yump. Okay. Yump. Just Yump. by virtue of you sitting in it, it's at least warm. Yeah. Not the fact that it was warmed beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> like I put my finger in it. There's like, a reason. It was cold when I got in. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Look, buddy. I appreciate the honesty. Used to have to make women feel like I was appealing in some way while I lived in a place where it was 40 below. One of the best things I had to offer is that I'm very cuddly and that I am definitely a decent space eater. So... And here I <laughs> thought the thing that made you appealing was that you were a sourdough. <laughs> no, there are too many people that have survived l- too long in Alaska. Okay, especially I'm not fixing days. that sentence either, Jake. I see you and I'm not. Those are... just too many people in Alaska. <laughs> There's too many people. <laughs> Two is too many get, people get, in Alaska. Get out of there. <laughs> no, I experienced showing off below now. Like once you're in Alaska, but they have like and I digital shit and like, and like helicopters. 
They all go, oh, yeah, we're really rough in Alaska. Everybody's got fucking helicopters and tanks and Look, fucking drones okay? <laughs> drones. I was a poor person in Alaska, okay? <laughs> Nobody who, is, who makes less than, I would say, 800000 a year. Nobody who makes less than 800000 a year should live in Alaska. They shouldn't live okay. at all. Yeah, if you don't make eight, listen to me, YouTube. If you don't make eight hundred thousand fucking dollars a year, just die. <laughs> you piece if you're of shit. Struggling to make it. Grind them up. Yeah. Hey, Grant. What do you? Yeah. What do you make? Like fifty cents an hour. Oh, I hit a nerve. That's no, I'm confused about which one of us doesn't know how to do math. But you're a teacher, and I'm having a moment. I don't know how many hours you're. <laughs> I assuming make eight hundred thousand dollars a year. I make fifty cents an hour. I've never. Oh, sleep. I thought you said eight thousand. No, eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Well, that's a bunch of money. That's a lot. There you go. I was Almost like, Almost a million. hang on. Okay, thank Close. God. I thought this was going to be like an L.A. minimum wage living situation. <laughs> yeah, it's like the price of a gallon I mean, it's of pretty hot. chowder in the year 2040. It's First a- off, I want to point out, when <laughs> I moved from Alaska to the Pacific Northwest, the thing I was most excited for, it wasn't the fact that I would no longer experience 40 below. It wasn't that I would get to see more than the same 10 people every year. It was the fact that I had watched for years that there was such a thing as a $5 foot long at Subway. <laughs> I landed here, <laughs> made it to my apartment that I was going to live at, and then ran across the street to a Subway fucking giddy. And I got in there, and I was like, I want a $5 foot long, sir. And he said, they're $5.25. Yep. And I thought <laughs> I was going to burn the place down. Yeah. <laughs> I moved all the way to the Northwest for this, for this, this sacred footlawn, and you tell me it is 525? I say no, sir. I will bring the rage of a thousand sons upon your subway. Didn't they also say, uh, or this has come out recently, the $5 footlong, they had to call it a footlong trademark because it's not actually it's not a, a foot long. long it's not no. a full 12 inches nope they just call it a foot long uh, happens all the time uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a little, Jake, a little inflation you could definitely round down i just maybe don't open at 12 that's all i ask everyone to do just round down yeah it's, it's, a, it's a round of foot long <laughs> five dollar five dollar round of foot long it was the, fine there it was, was yeah. it was totally doable yeah it was within the wheelhouse see that working. Yeah. There yeah. was a portion of my life where I was banging people for Subway sandwiches. Um, wow. <laughs> I was in college. I never paid for food. It was great. Um, <laughs> college <laughs> was fun. This is a good story. I, just get, I used to just get railed Man, for never paid sandwiches. For... You just walked around with your bag of gas station food? No, yeah. no, no. This was, uh, I wasn't living, I was living on campus. I was, uh, what would happen? I was being silly. My apologies. <laughs> there was a different <laughs> I'm reason. Sto- I'm sorry. No silliness <laughs> allowed in here. It was a- eventually, though, the sandwich that I preferred did get known as a Chris on the menu. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that Whoa. was fun. That tracks. You know uh, what? You, you, you got something named after you. That's, that's, that's an accomplishment alone. At a subway? At, yeah, at the subway on campus. A corporate entity... Corporate sandwich, but all you? subways are franchises. Yeah, so, so it uh, was really just there was a whiteboard back there, and a dude would like, like the, the Chris, Chris, and it's like covered in clam chowder. So it sub. is covered <laughs> in. <laughs> I had a girlfriend once try to order my subway for me, 
and uh, she realized that you can't just walk in and say, do this, 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 put mayo on it. Uh-huh. Uh, she was like, put mayo on it, and then they did. And she's like, no, you need to put more mayonnaise on it, and then more mayonnaise. And then eventually she realized you just have to walk in and say, just put an unhealthy amount of mayonnaise uh-huh. on this sandwich. And then Drum it was fine. It was enough. So did you have a Chris sandwich, or was it like Chris style? It's a Chris <laughs> Can I get that Chris style? It's okay. a, it was really Chris style because it was the Italian BMT, but I yeah, would get it just like specific. and please just saturate it in mayonnaise. And are we uh, mayonnaise, hot sauce, and then I would get all of the veggies except for zucchinis or cucumbers. Why do you even get veggies one? at a certain cucumbers. point? Is it texture? Yeah, I mean you gotta it's, have something to break it up. Yeah, sure. Also, yeah. the you know you get. I had to make it be enough shit to get through the mayo because uh-huh. I want the flavors to fight. I don't want a winner in this battle when I consume food. Chris Cox, fight in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For nine ninety five and out. No. <laughs> I miss Quiznos. Do you? The yeah. Quiznos abs, they are good. I felt like they were <laughs> they were inferior. Yeah. But they were rare, and they had uh, like marinated veggies. Yeah, I, they had pork, the pepper uh, bar. What is they it? Have a, a pepper pork? bar. Yeah, pepper bar. Uh, <laughs> pot belly. Pot belly. Go good. to pot belly. Oh, pot belly is good. It's fucking yeah. good. I don't know if I've ever been in one. Okay, mm, I'll I recommend do this. I only pot? see it at the airport. They're at the airport. <laughs> it's a downtown location. It's one of Beaverton. I used to go to all the time. I have <laughs> never seen a pot belly. Is this an Oregon thing? I think it is. Okay. No, no. no I, 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 I never heard about him in Texas. I saw until one in Texas. Chicago, and then I moved back and was like, you know, when you live somewhere and you learn a thing there, and then you move somewhere else, you're like, you guys got the sa- you got the Chicago pot belly sandwich franchise. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I find out it originated there. <laughs> I can't even remember how many times I've done that. I've just found out something when I lived somewhere, moved, and just thought it was from there, oh. forever and ever. Yeah. Shoot. I mean, how would you know? Yeah. To you, that's where it was from. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a recency bias or something like that. Like I thought for yeah, I thought for sure Potbellies was a Chicago franchise. Yeah. That's like me and Publix. Yeah. Yeah. Publix I used grocery. to live in a uh, Florida, and like there wasn't a Fred Meyer, but there was a Publix. Right. And I was like, oh, cool, Publix is is an East Coast thing. And then I forget exactly where, but I was like roaming around Washington, and I found a Publix grocery bag. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking... How the heck did this get all the Blew way all here? the way over here. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Man, global warming. Global warming global must be warming. a serious thing because yeah. the public's bags are migrating to Washington. That's like, well, I went to uh, I went to Mexico at the beginning of April. And uh, the, like the night before, my family and I went to this little fast food restaurant near my mom's house. And uh, so we, ha- like, we had like the, the dessert like left over. Nobody ate it. So I'm like, oh, I'll, we'll bring it tomorrow when we go to the airport, like a little snack. And then like, I put it in my brother's bag. And we went through security, and nobody checked it. And we got on the plane, and nobody gave a shit. And we got down to Mexico, and I pulled out a bag of Taco Time. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we're ready. We got the crustos. <laughs> like, we're ready to go. Fuck Taco yeah. time. Okay. But now, yeah. guys, I've had you doing some fun arts and crafts today. Yeah, it was fun. I liked it. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to start at this end. Me? Yeah. Okay, Jordan, gonna... what's your uh, does it does it say anything cute? So it, it it's actually what the front would look like, and then when you open the card, this is on the inside. Yeah, that checks out. So the cover is a brick wall and a sidewalk with a little tips cup that has some money in it, and there's a pile of shit next to the wall, <laughs> and I am kind of like 
uh, you know, doing the lay on my stomach with my uh, <laughs> like hands under my chin. Yeah, just like yeah. looking out of my box on the street. And then when you open the card, uh, it's for your mom. It says, you did your best. And then, <laughs> yeah. uh, love, Jordan. So that's me. Okay. Aww, that's you, mom. Uh, I saw Jordan do the split thing from the corner of my eye, so I kind of cheated and nice. did the same thing. Uh, but <laughs> Yours says some more. Mine says more because, like, as I did it, I was like, man, what am I going to write? And then I wrote something, and I was like, nah, I got to add something more. So I added something more, and then I rewrote the whole thing because it didn't fit all at once. Yeah. <laughs> and then you mentioned that there were colors, so I just added some colors last minute. Good call. Good just call. Just squiggled it on. You say last minute. You had 40 minutes. Yep. I was... I After just, we told I was, you there was colors. I was engaged <laughs> in the co- conversation. Yeah, Barely eternal colors. Timer. I was trying colors. to earn points by communicating. Oh, so <laughs> Barely plural. So Two did colors. not work. You didn't yeah. earn any extra points during the talking portion. God damn it! <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to drag him through. Don't have to drag him like that. Just no, drag me through the mud. I already dragged myself three hours to be here. Yep. <laughs> drag okay. me through the soup, please. Anyway, the chowder. The chowder. I'm gonna try not to cover Jake during this, but uh, it reads, "Hey mom, thank you for all the love and support and encouraging anything I set my mind to." I'll move out eventually. <laughs> Love your struggling artist. No. That's a picture of my mom watching me play video games. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> me? All right, Jake. Uh, I just went ahead and wrote a card I, I really wrote once. I tend to write my family cards because it looks more personal or something yeah. and it's lazy because you broke yeah and it's cheaper i don't think it's so lazier. i just always I make people lazier. cards i don't oh. think it's lazier wow you he's like not if you're doing it wrong no, like it feels more <laughs> hard like if i needed to get a card from the store i'd have to walk to a store yeah but or if so you, you just wanted get to a... make a card you'd have to make a card i mean he's oh, a teacher faster. he's got all the shit there way faster than well, going back like and forth that looks quality you're selling yourself set. short. He's got the envelopes. He's got the card stock. He's got the fancy pens. He's ready to go. <laughs> card stock. No. He hasn't revealed <laughs> Compu- it yet. Computer paper, and I fold it in quarters. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so this is a real card I wrote my mom once. Like I said, my mom's like silly. Yeah. <laughs> she has a really good sense of humor. Anytime people hear me on the phone with my mom, they get mad at me because I'm just saying wild, outlandish things, and they don't hear the crazy person on the other end laughing. Right. And then when I go, all right, mom, see you later, people go, good God, that's how you talk to your mom? It's terrible when she's not there and they can't hear what she's laughing at. Yeah, she has a, a sense of humor. <laughs> I always have to say that. Yeah, she has a humor, guys. She made me, for but sure. Mom, yeah. My mom is a real person, guys. <laughs> qualities oh, like a human. Yeah, no, she would laugh I, at this. Really, I if I had a nickel every time somebody heard me on the phone, my mom was like, you are terrible. It's like she has complex emotions. They're going to say that after this card. Yeah, so I made my mom a card once that said, Roses are red. Violets are blue. Mom, you should know that I think you're all right. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is, uh, is there an image with it? 
Uh, I mostly just made a whole bunch of doodles and things. Aww, yeah. This is also how I jazz up my cards when you, I'm done. You definitely needed to turn that around, otherwise you were going to be yeah. right I like the that your, I like the idea of your card actually being just a piece of computer paper that you've drawn oh, a card sure. a card on. Yeah. Like that's, that's <laughs> Every a, time. You have yeah. drawn a card. Yeah. And in real I, life, I put these drawings on the card. I always finish a card and go, let's just doodle some flowers and trees. Doodle time. I like how he went super meta with it and drew a card on a whiteboard with the image as if there's more than the card when someone's looking at it, like someone's outside viewing this card. It's like it's descending from heaven. It's a nice card. Exactly. You don't know if his mom has hallucinations that could be floating (laughs) around the card. You didn't ask any questions, Patricio. You made some assumptions. I mean, she's no, still a mom. True. She wouldn't say any more than, that. they're so nice. I think. Yeah. Just to clarify, when I make my mom a card, I actually also seal it in an envelope with a kiss from my uh, clam chowder lips. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's your fault for eating it out of my ass. Now. <laughs> well, are we talking uh, Manhattan so it's red? or? Hey, whatever, man. You okay. know, what, whatever kind of chowder I got laying around that Anybody day. ever, yeah. like... Drink clamato. Clamato? Yeah. Clamato? Clamato. First clamato? You say clamato, you I say clamato. <laughs> yeah. Chris, I, have, you, Chris I, have you ever, maybe because maybe this will answer some questions. Chris, have you ever had a michelada? I don't know. That sounds like a no. That, yeah, if okay. You if you, it's, it's like clamato and, and beer and other stuff. Oh, yeah, we, I can't remember the difference. It's like a Mexican Bloody Mary. Yeah. So, I mean, again, what I would do is I would work with Andy, and he would just bring things. It doesn't mean I know what they're called, but there was definitely (laughs) clamato and beer involved. Okay. I was never sober when doing electrical work. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Clamato plus beers and Michelado. And what's clamato? Just the actual clam juice, or just the mixer? Just the mixer. Clamato is is like tomato juice and apparently clams. And clams, Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, you can also, juice. But you, you can also put like other stuff, like chamoy and stuff. In okay. I, I, I was a weird, uh, like some sort of weird. They would mail me stuff. I did this like two, three times, where some rep company would mail me shit, and I would go to a place, and I like was at Seven Eleven, showing like offering people free samples of Michelado or whatever it was called. Oh, for, okay. For a couple hours once, and every time I asked the people at 7-Eleven any questions about where I should stand or what I should do, they were like, dude, we've never, this is weird. This is, uh, <laughs> we have no idea why you're here. I, uh, okay. I was like, who wants some clam juice in a 7-Eleven? Here you go. This guy likes to party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there's no alcohol in it, then no. But, um... All right. I'm gonna be honest. I, I think my least favorite memory of my mom... Because, of course, this is how we're going to end this. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, okay. absolutely. That's uh, So I actually uh, made it onto the Before You Die Fest in Anchorage, Alaska, a few years back. And my mom is also, despite everything else she is, super supportive. Uh, her, three of my sisters, a couple of my cousins, all came through the first night of the festival. They found out what show I was on. And then my mom did the thing I was very worried she was going to do. Sat in the front, uh, and then <laughs> drank her regular amount. <laughs> <laughs> now, I get real pissed off when there's a heckler in the audience. <laughs> I still don't have the words to process how I felt when my mother was the heckler <laughs> in the audience. Yeah. Um, I will say, what kept happening was this dude would start the premise. He never made it to the end of his first joke. 
he kept restarting the premise every time. Ooh. And then my mom oh, would no. say something that was actually funny. <laughs> and then he would get mad and talk to her about it. <laughs> and then he would start saying the same words over again. And at the exact same spot, she would yell something else out. And after, I don't know, I think his set was supposed to be 15 minutes. And it was 10 minutes of him going back and forth with my mom before he started getting really pissed off at her. And she was like, "Hun, you don't understand. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> so what you should do is just continue actually telling your jokes and ignore me and maybe say something that's funny. And then she got a huge round of laughter from the entire room. Yeah. <laughs> and then he stompingly got off stage and I realized he was like one of the headliners for the festival. And so that man has never spoken to me again. And uh, I love you, Mom, but Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Is that not how you celebrate this holiday? I think so. I mean, in Alaska. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, in Alaska. That's an Alaskan that Mother's like Day. Alaska. Traditional Alaskan. Alaskan. Traditional yeah. Alaskan Mother's and Day. Mother's Day, yeah. Real Alaskan Mother's Day. For Heckling sure. Jack and Coke. And clam chowder. Yeah, steaming hot, maybe. <laughs> well, shit, I think uh, everybody's disturbed at this point enough. I want to do me a favor. Hold up your, your shit again here. I did not figure out what kind of points I was giving for these real the quick. I'll just put them. Yeah, the I'm fucking done with this. Uh, I'm fucking done with this. I'll be honest. Charlie, help me out here. Mm, How are all we? right. Well, what's what's your thought? One, two, three. They're all so good, and uh, we love you all equally. That's what my mom would say, but we <laughs> all know she's lying. Yep. Uh, my mom would not say that actually. <laughs> I mean, Patricio's is so uh, so wholesome. So it seems so sincere, uh, and uh, I'm giving the three. I think three to Patricio. Okay. And then, uh, Patricio. Ah. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> and then uh, sorry, Jake. One, and then Jordan two. <laughs> <laughs> I got two. I got two for you, okay. Mom. I had you and Canada. Couldn't even sound excited <laughs> for the <laughs> Canadian <laughs> YouTube. Sorry, okay. Two's and for then you. the way I'm gonna rank I think honestly, for me, Jordan takes it on artistic ability. Thank you. Uh, also, mom, pure honesty. This for you, Mom. You did your best. It does. Like, it does look like you in a cardboard box. Thank really, you. Really does. Yeah. Mom, do you hear that? Your graphic design degree paid off. <laughs> I took Patricia. some of his trickle-down skill. <laughs> Patricio, speaking of, important question. How much does that actually look like your mom? Uh, it's actually pretty... We're like fairly close? I, I fairly mean, close. Like in profile, I think it's pretty close. She okay. has blue eyes. Uh, her, her cheekbones are usually pretty pink because she has a very like pale complexion. And, like, she gets a lot of color in her cheeks. Uh, her hair is long and kind of scraggly. Are eyes green or blue or blue? blue, blue. blue. You mentioned the blue. Okay. Yeah, they're blue. They're, they're, they're baby blue. I inherited none of her genes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Jake, what the fuck does your say again? <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. Oh, yeah, this Mom, piece of shit. Mom, you should okay. know that I think you're all right. Mm, yeah, okay. Two to Patricio, one to Jordan, or one to Jake. Damn it. <laughs> Double one. I've kept it straight in the points. I've had to recheck Pointless. three times. I'm, thank you for keeping a score this time, by the way, because last time I was yeah. so confused. I don't win. My mom's no, going to beat up your mom. I'm fucking on it right now. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Her mom's too, his mom's too drunk to fight. <laughs> exactly. My mom is drunk enough to fight. And now, no. So now while Chris exactly. does the math, it's time to enter the last segment. Well, before we, I mean, I've, I've done the math. Unfortunate part. I, I really just need to ask a question now. The, the question, Chris, that we're asking is what have we learned? Because we're about to learn who won. Get it? The lesson That's of the fair. day is... <laughs> uh, what have we learned? We've learned that you don't have to have a shitty mom to do comedy, as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, which is definitely <laughs> uh, a thing I thought I up feel until now. And may explain... Why my jokes don't always go over so well. Everybody lies about it because it's not cool to like be funny and have nice parents. People yeah. just lie about it. I, yeah, lying. <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. that's how I cope. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're all. Yeah. I just. I. I'm so happy that you guys had very good childhoods. <laughs> That is great for you guys. Having wow. trouble reading your tone. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to be genuinely happy for people I'm very jealous of. That's what this is. And that's fine. Charlie feels this way a lot. <laughs> he feels this energy frequently because he's like, has it fit? They go to the zoo and shit. They like visit each other on holidays. Yeah. I haven't. My mom sent me a text uh, three weeks ago saying, hey, there's a tornado. We don't have a shelter. I might die. Thought you should know. And I said, thanks. And that was like our communication. And then later she's like, didn't die. And I was like, thanks. Double thanks. And that's what we did. That's, that's how we talked. And so, to be honest, I, I don't know what she expected you to do with that situation. Because again, with my mom or my grandma especially, like if, if she was telling me that, it was implied that I would have to do something about that. No. She, like, just, she, she just knows that there's nobody... There is no person to contact in case of emergency. That's why we invented the thumbs up emoji. Yeah. yeah. Right on, mom. That's fair. It will probably have hurt her less than just saying thanks twice. Try the bathtub, mom. I hear that's the safest place. You can do it. Uh, <laughs> that's what you always told me. You can do it. So yeah, we've we've learned that comedians can have like happy uh, childhoods. I don't know I, I at what point that. I expressed I had a tra- happy childhood. I don't know what I did that. But that was we like all got asked the question: What's your happiest memory? Yeah, it was just that. Was and you got at least you, one. I was I like, mean, oh, my mom used to scream about other people while we ate sandwiches. Yeah, I but mean, that's at least bonding in some could, way. You got money sure. in the pockets. You were yes. doing laundry. Yes. Sounds like you guys are having a blast. Fucking sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> let, you me tell you, let me tell you how I, read, how, how I raised my sister. That was cool. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can do that one. <laughs> you okay. can have happy mom memories and yeah. then everything else is just utter trash. Sure, sure. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, we've also learned that uh, mentioning clam chowder frequently Yes. And uh, having some artistic skills really fucking make a difference in this show. Because um, with 10 fucking points. Oh, shit. We've got Jordan. How do you pronounce your last name? It's Sermonera. Like fucking a, a. A sermon about marinara. I was never going to do that right. It's okay. Sermonera. Jordan Sermonera. Fucking lead with 10 goddamn points. Congratulations. Points. Thanks, Mom. Look, we did it. Finally. <laughs> you did your best. And because you did, I now have to ask Jordan an important question. Yes. Um, would you prefer Seattleberry? Strawberry banana or bubblegum? Strawberry banana, please. Strawberry banana. Thank you. 
It's the best one, guys. Fuck you. <laughs> we have learned... Uh, <laughs> it's the best one. Fuck you. I don't know. That I don't like Jake, I guess. Because Patricio comes in second place. Oh, shit. With Dude. eight points. Dope. Eight whole points. So, uh, question yeah. for you. Uh, Bubblegum or Seattle Bear? I, I'm going to go with Bubblegum because I just hate Seattle that much. Oh, wow. Respect <laughs> it. I gotta say, I actually, I don't know, I don't understand what the Seattle berry is and what why they call it What berry it is? Yeah. But it's I like, like a berry that grows out of a pile of shit on the <laughs> sidewalk. It's misery and uh, being fake. It's misery and booking people for clout. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like Portland. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad none of the other comics are here. Anyway, <laughs> it tastes, it, Portland tastes like Seattle berry, but uh, just kind of you know, smaller. But with like an extra, diet, extra zing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I think you're all done with me. Uh, this bubblegum joint is going outside all with right. me. Uh. I thought it was Seattle Berry. I was just going to say, I got the bubblegum. The Seattle Berry? I really thought nobody else was going to want the bubblegum, is what happened. Really? (laughs) I I genuinely don't smoke a lot, (laughs) or at all. I'm going to give this to my brother when I get back home. Okay. Yeah. It's yours to do with what you wish. Thank you. I'm like, would you you rather a shot? Huh? Would you rather a shot for your price? Sure, why not? Okay. Yeah, I brought someone else to drive for me. Well, there we go. (laughs) Uh, extra special thanks to Jared for coming out. Yeah! Yeah, give it up for the guy! What about Canada? Uh, absolutely yeah. special thanks to Canada. Uh, yep, all of Canada. It's, it's where I tell Montreal. people I'm from if they're from out of the country. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it helps. Telling people I'm Canadian really does make them like me more. Stop giving me that look, Jake. I want to thank everybody well, who decided when, to come be a part of this. When all the nice Americans say they're Canadian, no wonder everybody thinks Americans are assholes. It's cute that you think I'm one of the nice Americans. 100% of the nice ones are like, yeah, I'm not American. Yeah. All the nice Canadians aren't really Canadians. Oh. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we do this second Monday of every month. Uh, so come back. June 12th. It's going to be my roast show. Yeah, come yeah. back for a roast. Because oh, it's for my birthday. Happy birthday. They, well, so, funny thing. June 12th is my girlfriend's birthday. June 6th is mine. Oh, so, man. for her birthday, we're having a roast of me. Because that's how relationships work. Yeah, absolutely. You suck up all the energy out of the relationship and make it about you. That's how many times has she stabbed you? This one. None. <laughs> oh, what a keeper. It's yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 I like how that's the bar. I've learned how to make better choices. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? You're growing as a person. That's good. Oh, I forgot. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's nice. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I've met her a bunch of times. I've met this one. That's right. (laughs) I will say, uh, uh, David, the guy running Misfits, uh, he heard the stabby joke, and then he walked up to me at the end of one night because him and Chelsea had recently become friends on Facebook, and he was like, is Chelsea stabby? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I wouldn't currently be dating a person who stabs me and making fun of it. I would wait until I was safely out of arm's reach. Right, that what would you... be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be Specifically arm's reach, because there's no way they could get a gun. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for being on board. Uh, again, thank you to everybody. We're going to go get high. Fucking get out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.
I forgot that we closed out with the theme song. Thanks, moms. Thanks, moms. Happy Mother's Day. Go watch milk porn. Everything and nothing.